welcome to Cross Politics. The camera's on me and Natalie right now, okay? All right. <laughs> this is you, Cross Politics. This is a midweek fix. That's what you think. We got Pastor Toby <laughs> Chalk Knox. I'm the water boy. And we also got Chris and Natalie in the studio. Thank you guys for coming in. Thanks for having us. They're you. actually, full disclosure, we just do this from the jump here. You know, they're, they're corporate sponsors with us here in Moscow. And we oh, love look, our corporate sponsors. Look, we you're love wearing your in. uniform. And I'm wearing, Come I'm on. wearing their brand. Mm-hmm. brand. This is called brand build. Darren Doan. Don't uh, it? Yeah, so. yeah. Hold on. You say come on like you charismatic. Where you come? come we, we'll talk on. about I want it. Come, come on. on. No. Somebody says come on. I'll be like, oh, where we come from? Glory. Shakata glory. Come on. Um, don't forget. Hey, this is the last week to sign up for Arizona. We're going to be in Arizona next Thursday. Yes. Live show with uh, Delano Squires and the Jeff professor. Durbin. Yes. Uh, the professor. That yeah, he's, he's easily one of the smartest people, if not the smartest person on Fearless with Jason Whitlock. Ooh, he, so you have to you seeing Delano live. Man, I'm looking I'm just gonna bring my notepad and sit there and listen to him talk. And, and one more thing, I, I just, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna we're kind of warning you guys in advance. Starting May 30th, we're gonna go do we're gonna do a show every day starting May 30th. Wait, what? Um, we you were well, part of this decision. You don't know, don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yes, uh, sometimes we talk about things. So we're we're very excited to do a show every day. Be praying for us. It's gonna be a lot of work, but um, we're excited to start doing a show every day. Uh, like he says that in passing, like it's just this little thing. Yeah, yeah, May, May 30th. May like, 30th. Your Not life though. is about to change. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get three um, times more cross politic every week, <laughs> and you're gonna love it. Do we get new music for the Daily Show? Oh, there we go. Now I got. Thought about that's that? more work. That's more work for us. Okay, Come up with some. I'm new just news. thinking, like if we're gonna go every day, like some breaking drop news. some drop some ideas in the show in the show yeah. uh, in, in the comment section yeah. here about what kind of music we should drop. As you yeah. can tell yeah. by what Knox and Gabe are wearing, this show is brought to you by Story Real Estate. Ooh. Yes, it's about be, time we get some real estate in here. They're gonna be bringing a lot of shows, I think, to us. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that's that's mm-hmm. let's plan home. It's where you build your legacy, where traditions are started, seeds are planted, meals are shared, stories are told. Mm. Babies are baptized. Yeah, that's, you hear that, Gary? You hear that, Gary? Home is where you prepare to go out into the world. Finding the home that's perfect for your family is a big job. Story Real Estate is Moscow's top real estate team. They Ooh. give people real estate advice all over the country. Family homes, investments, land, new construction, or commercial, they know real estate. How am I doing so far? Awesome. All right? Okay. Awesome. He approves. If you've, Come thought, on, if you've thought about a move to Moscow or anywhere in the country, reach oh. out to get connected. Anywhere in the country. Reach out to get connected with Story Real Estate Agent. Wherever you're going, they can help guide you home. Visit storyrealestate.com. And, by the way, Story Real Estate is hiring. That's how many, incredible. How many right. jobs did you say that you were hiring for? Our goal is uh, 30 jobs in three years. 30? 30 jobs. So, like, um, I mean, wh- wh- what that's is ten, it? 10 a year, Gabe. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> but my problem is not the math. My problem is, is 30 more agents in Moscow? Yeah, that's a great question. So we, and we might talk about this, but we run a, a team. Uh-huh. Uh, so not every role on our team is the agent role. Okay. So out of those, maybe 20 of them will be agents. Uh, but we run a fairly large support staff. Hmm. So we got marketers, we got video editors, we got uh-huh. transaction coordinators, we got uh-huh. administrative staff. So there's a lot of positions. Uh, but one of the things we love about that is, you know, not everybody's gifts and talents align with the agent role. Yeah. So being able to open it up, other opportunities. Yeah, sounds like that sounds like where That's I would really I would awesome. play into some one of those other other areas. <laughs> I think you'd be the salesman. I think you'd be the salesman. Yeah, yeah. I like these mugs. Yeah, yeah. Move to Moscow. Move to Moscow. Story real estate. I love that. Um, so this is Chris. Chris was born and raised in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Mm-hmm. Um, he graduated from UCLA with a BA in business. 
economics. Were you there with Ben Shapiro? I wasn't. No. Oh, I wasn't. Right. After moving to Moscow and working in finance for two years, he decided to join Natalie in the real estate industry. Well, you guys were already married when you moved here? Yep. Is that right? Two uh, weeks uh, married. Whoa! No. Yes. <laughs> Chris brings his love of negotiating, analytical way of thinking, and entrepreneurial spirit to the team. He's already quickly becoming one of the top agents in town. How long has the story been going? 2018, we got started. Okay. Yeah. So just years. going into, was that four or five years now? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Chris brings edge and innovation to his clients. He studies real estate trends and technology to make sure he's always pioneering with the newest tools that our industry has to offer. He's licensed in both Idaho and Washington. Mm -hmm. He's one of the owners of Story Real Estate, as well as the broker and listing specialist. Mm -hmm. His lovely wife, Natalie, grew up in Dallas, Texas. Promised land. Oh, right. yeah. Yeah. You gonna play her any music? No music? No, no we're not doing music. Come on. Okay. Come on. Graduated also from UCLA with two bachelor's degrees. Whoa, two. She beat me. Communication <laughs> studies and world arts and cultures and dance. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> at the same time, did you like got those degrees at the same time? Yes. Yeah. She worked in marketing for Sony Pictures Entertainment and other premier marketing and uh, events companies. Upon, upon moving to Moscow, she began to work in real estate and fell in love with the industry. Natalie's expertise in marketing, design, and photography has set her apart at this, as the top agent to beautifully present your home and help guide you in staging and market preparations. Natalie's favorite part of the transaction is helping with all the details and making the experience simple and easy for her clients. Natalie is one of the owners of Story Real Estate as well as realtor and associate broker. Both Chris and Natalie are licensed in the state of Idaho. Chris is also licensed in Washington. I think it already that said that. Yeah. But, Garrison! But, but did, did you, you Garrison? <laughs> but did you hear their license in Idaho and Washington? Yeah. Also, I want to, I was, I was just, just going to point this out. Yeah. It was talking about how Natalie helps stage homes. So, Story Real Estate st sold our home. Ah, just interesting. A, just a few years ago. That was an ugly home. Uh, Whoa! Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa! Come on now. Come on now. They've done great work to it. Hey, Chris, dig, dig me it. out of that hole, brother. Come it. on. Yeah. But what I was going to say was that she came in and st totally staged her home. See, I was, trying, I was trying to set her up. Yes. amazing. And then uh, on top of it, she brought all these, she brought these really cool, cute little white chairs in to uh, set up our little dining room to make it look all like cute and yeah. everything yeah. like way better than we had it apparently. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just kidding. But, then af but afterwards we were like, oh, do you want your chairs back? And she said, no, you can just keep them. And she gave oh, us wow. six, six little white chairs awesome. and I'm like, you know. Too bad for all the rest of you people. <laughs> I'm just we thinking, got the white chairs. I'm just thinking about how many times Gabe came over your house and like, ooh, this is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> what is Jenny doing? Really? <laughs> like, oh my goodness! Where like, are you gonna sell uh, this place? Uh, have, you even, have you called Chris yet? Uh, they they sold it for us before it was even listed. Oh wow! Oh wow! Praise God! Mm, so and the, and this was even before really crazy times. Hit. It was. I mean, it was it like was. like. Pretty crazy, mm -hmm. and uh, so we're so grateful. Um, and so thanks for coming on Cross Politics. Yeah, yeah you guys. Thank thanks for being corporate sponsors yeah. and uh, supporting. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe after this, you'll regret. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what else Gabe says next. <laughs> Is it just on me? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say about their house? Huh? <laughs> no. Um, so this is a question for maybe for both of you, but um, you end up in Moscow, Idaho. I mean, mm -hmm. how do you end up here? And then walk us into how did you end up in real estate? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's a fun question. For us, it, it very much so, I mean, it was the Lord. It was his sovereignty. You know, for us at the time, it probably looked like happenstance. Um, so I grew up in, like you said, grew up in Santa Cruz, California, went to school in Los Angeles. Natalie and I met through uh, Campus Crusade yeah. while going to UCLA. Yeah. Um, so then uh, the Lord had really changed my heart throughout going to college. I thought uh, from my freshman, sophomore year that he was calling me into the ministry. Yeah. So... Um, I was thinking about going to seminary after college and throughout college, my, my, uh, throughout, uh, through Chase Fluhart, if you guys know that guy, yes. oh, yeah. Yeah. um, but my theology had been becoming more reformed. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in evangelical churches all my life. Um, but after going on a, uh, well, when coming back after going on a summer project, a missions trip after my junior year, I ended mm-hmm. up coming back to, to, uh, Santa Cruz, and I just Googled Reformed Church in Santa Cruz. Oh. And I came across a CREC church, uh-huh. uh, went there, met Bill Garraway. Yes. And uh, started- All good stories come on. somehow <laughs> intersect with Bill Garraway. Yeah. You know? That's true. <laughs> uh, started getting coffee with Bill Garraway, and uh, Natalie and I were, were beginning to kind of court at the time. So uh, he was giving me Reformed Marriage, her hand in marriage, you know, yeah. all the mm-hmm. Wilson books. Yeah. And I was also thinking about going to seminary, and he was like, oh, you got to check out Greyfriars in yes. Moscow, Idaho. I was like, uh, what, where, you know, like mm-hmm. great fires. And, um, but we got engaged our senior year and then, uh, spring break, our senior year, we came out, we visited the program. Uh, was that when, yes, is that you, when you I met you guys? Around. You we were hopped, working, hopped in the truck with the K5 Blazer. Yeah. Yeah. The K5 Blazer. I took you guys around town. That was yep. awesome. That's like, hilarious. Come yeah. on in. We'll show you around. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't that K5 Blazer ugly? Yeah. <laughs> oh! Man, you really want to hurt my feelings. You go after my blazer. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, Gabe was one of our first experiences in Moscow. Uh, but and, we, you, and you still and came. Still came. <laughs> okay. It was a positive. Yeah. I stayed with the Merkels, so that was. Oh, the, yeah. That oh, yeah. definitely. Okay. Yeah, seeing their hospitality and the kind of community that it's nurtured here was a big yeah. Influencer for us. Yeah. Cool. And you, uh, did, you, did you initially start at Greyfriars? Started at Greyfriars. Yeah. You're one of my students. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh, I thought interesting. So. Yeah. yeah. So, so everybody here knows everybody here. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure I understand the story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so that was back in 2014. Uh, but that year was a whirlwind of a year for us. So uh, we graduated from college. Two weeks later, we got married. Two weeks later, we moved to Moscow. I started wow. Greyfriars. I started yeah. working at Canon Press. Wow. And it was just this like whirlwind. 2014. When yeah. did you guys move here in 2014? Like June. I think we were July. I wow. remember seeing you guys yeah. moving here. The we got same here time. the same time, uh-huh. the same year. That's Interesting. Wild. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And and I mean, I absolutely love the program. The Great Friars right. program is absolutely amazing. Uh, but it was it was interesting because I, I almost felt like it was a uh, like it says I think in Deuteronomy 24, like a a first year husband going off to war. And uh-huh. and you know that's kind of what it felt like because I was very busy. You know, I was working all day, and then yeah. I was coming home and doing four hours of Hebrew homework. And mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't classically educated. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when. Uh, I ended up withdrawing after the first year mm-hmm. and I worked at MZ and that's when Natalie got into real estate. Okay. And, uh, mm. you know, MZ is a super, it was a great company. Um, but my job, I was a financial analyst. I was just in uh, cubicle Excel documents all day. Natalie's out showing houses, meet new people. And I was like, oh man, that looks like fun. So <laughs> I jumped it, ship into real estate with her and we worked at that company for about a year and a half. And then we opened our own company in 2018. Mm-hmm. And, and so it looked fun. Is, yeah. But is, is that all you saw in it or was there more to it than that? 
definitely more to it than that. So, uh, you know, I, I really, I love people. I love entrepreneurship. I'm, I'm very interested in, in growing, uh, businesses and multiplying the talents that the Lord has given me. And I think, uh, if anything, uh, the more I've, I've reflected and grown in it, I think that the talents that the Lord has really been putting in my life are people. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So the more that I can uh, multiply my effects on the people in my world, mm-hmm. uh, the more um, I'm honoring and glorifying the Lord. So. Yeah. Okay. So there's, there's this one thing that's bothering me in this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Is Natalie. How how did you go from Texas to California? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like that's bo- that's bugging me right now. Yeah. I, Didn't yeah. you go from Texas to California? <laughs> nope. Oregon. I went from Texas to go? Oregon to California. Oregon to California. And, Completely different. And anything is an upgrade from Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt, yeah. Natalie. No, oh. I so it was for dance. I either wanted to be in LA or New York for dance. And oh. I wasn't a believer at the time and the Lord used Oh, wow. The dance industry in LA to actually bring me to him, which is an amazing thing. So, wow. um, what kind yeah. of dance? Contemporary, modern, ballet, tap jazz, oh, okay. hip hop. Ja- oh, you were doing everything. Yep. Like dance, uh-huh. dance, all of yeah. it. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I went to college and I played basketball and I learned how to dance too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> hip hop. I mean, you go to the club, you know. <laughs> So, so you're, you're jumping into I, misspent I'm not, youth. I'm, all right, I'm not paying yeah. attention to half right. of what you're saying. Keep right going, now. keep going. Uh, so quick, you guys quick. jump into the real estate business. One of the things I noticed really quick in Moscow, there was there, there's, it's a small place. Mm-hmm. Um, so if something's kind of already got a corner in the market. Why do something else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So right. obviously, you guys are looking at the industry, saying, "Oh, there's an opportunity to do something different." That even though there's an industry already exists here, there's something, what did you guys see? What was it that you guys saw ultimately that was like, hey, here goes a sur- an area that people aren't being served in. Yeah. What was that? 100%. Um, I think what we saw was, was that there was a gap. You know, in, in Moscow, there's about 100 real estate agents. Um, there's 150 residential homes that'll be 250 residential homes that'll be sold in Moscow and we do Lake Talk County. And, um, Is that a really high ratio? Uh, or is yeah, that normal? It's, a, it's a lot of agents. Okay. Lot, and and given you go up to Coeur d'Alene, there's more agents up there, but there's more homes. But there's more homes, more people, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but from what we saw is that real estate had been uh, being done the same way for a long time without a lot of change. So the expectation: I list your house, I I come in, I take some iPhone photos, I stick a sign in the yard, uh, my job's done. Right. You know, put on the MLS, put it on the MLS, Done. kick my feet up. Um, well, we, we wanted to come in and do more, you know, coming from outside markets, uh, you know, coming from California and Texas, we kind of had eyes and ears in those different places in regards to what people are doing. And why can't we bring that to small town Moscow? So when we got in the business, we tried to mix things up and do things differently. Uh, so we'd hold mega open houses where we'd put out 50 to 80 directional signs all across town. I'd lead, lead people from every corner of town to my <laughs> open house. Um, we'd, uh, we, we started doing drone videos and professional photography yeah. on all these different things, try and raise the standard of what people expected. Uh, and, and it's been great. I think people have been responding well to it and, uh, yeah, they've, yeah, we've got good response from it. I, I think you were, um, uh, you kind of pioneered kind of the social marketing, social media mm. marketing side of yeah. it. And it's kind of all the brokers in town now either have a social media specialist or something sure. because of what you started um, when you when you guys got in the game. The videos have yeah. been, uh, like, I remember when you first started doing the videos. Like, I don't think anybody had seen anything like that in Moscow. I think it was usually you, but sometimes it was both of you. Yep. And, you know, it's sort of like just home style iPhone, but like, hey, hey guys, this hey, is Chris Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it turned into a reality show. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's what it was. Like, 
this is this amazing show. house. You got to see it. There's an open house on Monday. And like, did you do like giveaways? Yeah, oh yeah, like yeah. oh yeah. Like the first I was like, thing, I owned a house and I wasn't even interested in buying it. I wanted to stop by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the like, first fifty people in the house, we're gonna give you a balloon <laughs> and a chocolate cake and. Yeah. Like, babe, I'm be home late. I gotta go see this house. Yeah. <laughs> come home with cakes, you know. She's like, don't buy another one. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's that's really interesting because all of a sudden now I'm thinking to myself, where will they end up next? You know, I'm starting. Mm. You guys become a, a a person giving me a tour um, of a town uh, and a place in a city and, and then a place to live there. And so I'm seeing a lot more of than just a house. I'm seeing a culture. Yeah. Right. And that was really really interesting, unique. You know, I, maybe I, so. I know we're gonna talk about all kinds of stuff, but I really want to talk. So there's a lot of things in my head right now with the market and the way things are everybody's market after is it fair to say after the election or after 2020 which one was it was it the election or was it 2020 was the convergence of both of those but everything changed yeah what do you guys think was it an election that you guys saw or was it, you think it was yeah I, I think it was a combination okay. of the two okay you know it was just like a perfect storm and and uh you know prices have just been skyrocketing since then rates were at an all-time low um, so they've just been, been going up and, and it's been interest. It's interesting to forecast what's coming down the road. Um, because I was, I was looking at the numbers before coming out here and, and in Moscow, we'd seen, I think 2018 and 2019, it was 5% appreciation. And then, uh, 19 to 20, it was 9% appreciation, just under 10. Last year was 19% appreciation. Oh in Moscow. Uh, so we went from my first year in real estate five years ago, our average sale price was like 215,000. This year, year to date, it's four hundred thirty-seven thousand. Average, average sale price. Wow. Median single-family home in Moscow. So wait, wait, did they big builder? They did they big? Did they build bigger houses or what? Did it's the what? same home. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, right. And that's that's part of the problem in in Moscow, and and I think it will start to get fixed, but uh, limited supply. You know, we don't have the big builders that that you might have in a Post right. Falls or Spokane, Boise, that sort of thing. Right. Um, so we have, you know, in the past, and and we're getting more builders, but we've had 25 new construction homes come to the market every year, wow. just really limited. So we're kind of stuck with what's already built. Uh, and as more and more people rush to Idaho and Moscow, mm -hmm. that's driving prices up. So here's my question then is buying, cause I think before Trump, some people were even questioning whether or not buying a house was a good investment anymore, right? Sure. They're just taking a risk in the market. Do I rent and stack my money? Those kind of questions were kind of, after Trump, people were like, yeah, you know, buying a house might not be a bad thing, you know? In a conservative <clears> state. <throat> but everything is <laughs> shifting now. Is is buying a house in Moscow a, a good investment? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think buying a house in Moscow is a, a great investment. You know, you don't we don't know exactly what's coming down the pipe when it comes to uh, the economy. There might be a recession around the corner. Uh, an interesting thing is that uh, looking back at 2008, the recession there was tied to the real estate market, right? right, right. Um, so I think it's easy looking back at our last recession to tie in our mind recession, real estate crash. Uh -huh, um, uh -huh. But actually looking back at, at the you know, more recessions than just the last one, uh, real estate generally appreciates through a recession. So though mm. the, the economy may be going down, real estate prices are still going up. Um, in addition to that, Moscow is a very insulated market. We have a lot of big employers like SEL, the University, Gritman, mm -hmm. that make our, our prices not fluctuate so much like mm -hmm. Creates a little bubble. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd say that, that uh, real estate in Moscow is a, a super stable investment. Well, and to add to that, the reason why in 2008 it was connected to the housing market was because people were getting loans they should have never gotten in the first place. Right. And so if you're buying something you can't afford right. and, and the market tanks – 
well, that's a problem. But if you're buying something you can't you can afford, right. and the market tanks, it, there's no problem. There. So um, I, I got a question. Okay, I got a bunch. Go, but go yeah, ahead. I'll, I'll give you a some, some time. I was going to turn. I want to go somewhere else. Oh, okay. I'm not done yet. But go ahead. We'll come, come back. We'll come, we'll come back. back. That's right. Yeah. Um, Natalie, you're a wife and a mom, and you are owner, part owner of this business, and yes. you're an agent. Um, talk to us about that. Talk to us about, so your, your most important job is supporting this man, raising two little boys. Um, how, how's that going and being involved in this business? Yes. Well, we've had an evolution of what the businesses look like over the years. Sure. Chris and I were first working together every day, day in and day out, working long hours, just getting the business off the ground, which was so fun to do that together. And then I became more of his transaction coordinator. I was doing the admin work, moved into a little more marketing. Then we hired a transaction coordinator, hired a marketer. I had our first son, Benny, and for a while he was with us a lot at the office and he still loves the office. He loves going down. How many houses has he sold? Probably a lot. Yeah, everyone. They were using Benny to stage. (laughs) They just walk out of the house. The baby room. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, one of my favorite stories was we were at the park and he happened to have a business card in his pocket and he just handed it to a little girl and she ran away and I was like, well, that's gonna end up at her house in a picture. You're like, hey, baby, (laughs) go hand out these cards to all your friends (laughs) with candy. But I love I love that he loves office and he loves to go in and see what dad does and he asks him about houses all the time. So it's it's sweet. But during the day I'm home with the boys and I love being there with them. And then in the evening we're working on recruiting and team culture and some of the events. But we have a great staff that has taken off a lot of the load. So we're able to balance that well and um I, I get to do some of these fun things with Chris like this, but for the most part, I'm with the boys yeah. and then get to, I, I love that I know what's going on in Chris's world so he can come back and download it and we can brainstorm together. Yeah. That's really, that's really fantastic. Uh, um, the other question I have is, and this is for both of you, is the name story. Yeah. Where, where did that come from and why, why story? Yeah. Yeah. We love that question. The, the name story came from, we believe that our job's all about our clients' stories. And being in real estate before uh, we opened the company, we found, and I didn't know this getting into the business, but we found that a real estate transaction often often happens at a big life transition point for someone. Uh, And sometimes it can be a joyful one. It can be, you know, a new marriage or a new baby or moving to a new town. But sometimes it's a tragic one. Mm, You know, it's like a death or divorce or something like that. And we consider it an honor to get to enter into someone's story in that potentially (laughs) fragile or tumultuous time and guide them through that process. So that's Mm. where it came from. So you guys have heard some amazing stories then. We have. We have. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't think about. It's funny now. I'm just thinking like, man, real estate agent is almost like your family doctor now. It's like, yeah. let me talk to my real estate agent yeah. first. <laughs> doctor, counselor, yeah. Yeah, exactly. counselor. I got this rash. Yeah. <laughs> um, never mind. <laughs> So this is so one of the things that when um, Pastor Toby was reading you guys as a bio, you guys don't only do real estate here in Moscow, you guys do it around the country. Well, we have a, a network and connections around the country. So let's say someone. Uh, so you aren't licensed in Texas or whatever. We're not but licensed you have in a Texas network. yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yet. Yeah. Come on. Ooh. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Calm uh, it down. Yeah. Right. We um. So we have a network. So let's say uh someone 
sauce and they say, hey, I like what they're all about. You know, I like their ethics. I, I like their vision. Uh, but I'm in Texas. Uh, they can reach out to us still and we can reach out to our network and get them connected with someone who's like minded. Interesting. Who's similar, can, who can serve them in a similar way. So we won't be that's the so ones good. doing it, but we can connect them. So with that's, the right people. that's so important in this market, especially with a complicated market with rising rates, with analyzing what's the best decision for your family, having an agent that is full time is in the market every day, they're an educator, they help you understand your options versus just the first person that pops up on Zillow when you call right. and click in. You need someone that is recommended by people that you trust in mm. order to right. make sure you have the confidence in them to do the job well. Yeah. So I have a challenge here. I have another problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the uh, uh, things that has always bothered me about the real estate agent world mm. was that they had the MLS. Yeah. And the MLS kind of was a control mechanism mm -hmm. mm. Um, for you know homeowners, yep. and if they wanted to sell their house, they were kind of stuck not not totally, but kind of stuck. Where it's like, well, I it's like I kind of have to work with you guys, yep. you know. And so I never liked. It's not that I don't like working with a real estate agent, you guys, and, and other friends in town, um, but I didn't like being almost kind of forced. Yeah. Is that, that my question kind of makes sense there? Totally. And help me out. Yeah. And it's a good one. And that, that <coughs> used to be the value proposition of the real estate agent. Yeah. I hold the keys to the MLS, right. but it's really not anymore because there's places like Zillow, like you can put your house on Zillow and everybody's looking on Zillow before they go, you know, uh -huh. on our website or anyone else's website. So you can put your for sale by owner house on Zillow, or mm -hmm. you can sign up with a discount brokerage and they can put it on the MLS for $500 or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So there's avenues. The, the value of the real estate agent is no longer just the MLS. Um, so you're real, helpful. Yeah. Your real estate agent in, and to say, uh, if the value that your real estate agent is only offering you the MLS, you should probably go find a different one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, so you can say from your chest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Try to cover that one up. Yeah. Yeah. Can you uh, edit? Uh, so the uh, but the value of your real estate agent, they should be an like Natalie was saying, they should be an advocate. They should be a, an educator. They should yeah. negotiate on your behalf. They should they should uh, you know market your home well. The question right now in our current market is not. Uh, is my home going to sell, right? It's a seller's market. Homes are selling like crazy. Uh -huh. You can stick a sign in the yard and it's going to sell. It's going to, it's the question is, what is it going to sell for? And are you going to maximize the, the price if that's your, if that's your goal? So like for an example, we, we listed a house last week, uh, listed at, at 385,000, pushed it, pushed out a high exposure marketing strategy, got tons of showings, multiple offers. We, we got a bid up to, th uh, 435,000, $50,000 above our list price. Right. Sellers stoked about it. They could have sold it on their own, yeah. but the question is, are they doing what's best for them? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, oh, sorry. No, it's, right. it's, your, no, it's your turn. Okay, it's your I'm turn. I want to take this into, you know, you guys have seen the market in different phases. You guys have seen it before the, the 2020 excitement, crazy yeah. phase, and then afterwards. And so you guys are seeing people move for different reasons. So I kind of have a two-part question. You have to wait this one a little bit. Past. <laughs> um, one of it is like, what were people moving for before the market? Why and what are they moving for now? And once, you know, right now the market. And do you think, um, and then I want to talk about places that you think are really strategic to live. Those three questions. Um, I know. <clears throat> you just, yeah, I'm going to keep going here. Put, uh, put a fourth one in there. Come on, get it out. Squeeze it out. <laughs> and, and, okay. But so I want to just talk about like, what were people moving for before the market? Yeah. What are they moving for afterwards? And then what would you mark out as being, hey, listen, 
if you want somewhere to kind of align with your worldview, we already know Moscow is a, is a, yeah. is a hub, right? Where else would you say these are strategic places across the country mm-hmm. that you might find more of your world? Because right now with Roe v. Wade, the whole situation with Roe v. Wade, you know, people are making decisions left and right mm-hmm. where they want to live at now based on the institutions around them and what they're going to force them to do. So the whole market is having this double flux from 2020 to 2022. Everything's about to go up in the air. Yeah, you can start first with the market before and after, and then where do you think strategic places are to be? Sure, yeah. I mean, pre twenty twenty, people were making moves for all the basic things. You know, they were making moves for jobs, be close to family. Uh, you know, those those are kind of the basics. But then post twenty twenty, it was it was interesting because we saw a huge flux of of people making moves to conservative states, out of the cities, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and with uh, when COVID you know, uh, showed people that remote, remote work is a lot more possible, possible. Yeah. Mm. And often people never went back to their, their companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said, where do I want to live? Right. So if they can yeah. have their remote job wherever they want, often they're just, why don't I move to a small town? You got it. Cool. Instead of Seattle or San Francisco or something like that. So right. they kind of looking at landscape at that yeah. point then mm-hmm. kind of like, Oh, this is, and then where does my money go the further set? Is totally. that part of it? Yeah, I mean, they're they're able to take their Seattle or Silicon Valley salary to Coeur d'Alene or Moscow, Idaho. They're doing pretty and they're well. They're paying cash for houses here. Yep, right. I they, mean, they sell their little two bedroom, one bath in Seattle and buy whatever they for want. For seven hundred thousand dollars and come out no, here it's and buy one point five, yeah. Yeah. whatever it was. In Seattle is one. You know, the one the one okay. thing that's glorious about the South now it's changing, um, but you used to be able to buy like a three hundred thousand dollar house in Dallas with a pool. Mm-hmm. That's you know, awesome. brick, big brick, everything. Yeah, yeah, big brick house. Like, you come out here yeah. and you get like this vinyl siding house for $330,000 yeah. with no pool. Yeah. Um, but this, this South, but you I, don't have to wear a mask. So I remember going. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's no, we didn't have to do it. I remember my buddy visiting my buddy in Houston. Man, uh, his house, he bought for about the same amount I bought my house and visit him in Houston. And he had like a. Uh, a built-in barbecue, a pool, and then a hot tub, and it was all like salt rain. Came with a servant too, huh? Came, yeah, <laughs> came, came, with, came with a 40, 40 acres and a mule. Belvedere, wow. <laughs> so, but it's just it's the, it's the the difference between the market in the Northwest mm-hmm. and what was going on in the South was just incredible. And, and, and a lot of our Southern friends still are kind of blown away by what the market's doing up here in the Northwest. But no right. question there, just... I would like a pool. (laughs) Now, do you want to add anything to that? Yeah, well, I think people talk a lot about, you know, the California, Oregon, Washington move over to Idaho, Mm -hmm. how that feels easy for them with a cash offer, that kind of thing. But the other dynamic is we're seeing people intentionally make the decision to have a higher housing payment. Move here from, I was just talking to one of our buyer's agents whose family moved here a year ago with their eight kids, he being one of them, and now he works for Story. Um, But he was saying his family their housing payment was $800 a month. And yeah. moving here, the the thing that they could afford that would fit eight kids in the three bedroom, they just had to really adjust their yeah. expectation. Yeah, right. And their payment is 2400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But they were like, yeah. the value of being in a community where our kids are fostered and loved in the way that we want to grow them up. Right. And mm. we're trading those things for a higher payment. Obviously, you have to make sure that's still within your reach. Your reach, yeah. yeah. But 
seeing there's a whole flux of people, I think, from post-COVID that decided that's a higher priority for us. It's community. Um, Mm. We're we're paying. This mortgage payment represents not only my house, but the community and the friendships and the church and all that. Generations. I was going to say, there's an investment. You're investing in your kids and your grandkids, and that's huge. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you guys about. I still had another question to hand in. What? what? Yeah, I was talking about the next strategic place outside of Moscow. I thought Texas was the answer. I don't know. No. Well, I want to know, like, because you guys you guys can actually help people and okay. you're going to have to be connected yeah, with other agents and not everybody can move to Moscow nobody wants just the Palouse they actually want to have a mall you know <laughs> who wants a mall and a place to shop and they want to be around you know actual services that they can get and, some people <laughs> and, and internet <laughs> right? we've got I did say it some people want pools some people want pools yeah. but but there's, there, and there's other people who are fighting the same way so, but what is the what are the other hot spots what, yeah other hot spots yeah. that you guys would say here's where your money is here where well, all the points meet. Here's mm-hmm. some other spots. I mean, I think college towns are great opportunities. Mm. That's what we love about this area. And then, I mean, we were also really interested in San Luis Obispo. Just places where there's there's students, especially for us thinking about creating jobs for people, building up, being able to influence the culture. Mm. We've had a lot of post-college students come into our company and being able to mentor them and grow them up in the faith. We've been thankful to have a lot of Christian and business mentors that have influenced us and we want to do the same. So I think if you're entrepreneurial, ambitious, and you want to make an impact going somewhere where you can start a a business, you'll be sanctified and you'll learn a lot. But Mm. I think college towns are, are that that lines up with uh, Jim Wilson's strategy. Mm -hmm. So Jim Wilson's Doug Wilson's father mm. and he wrote this little booklet called principles of war a good book. applying the principles of war to evangelism strategic evangelism and church planting and and so on and that's why he moved to pullman because there were two college mm. towns right next to each other and and saw those as particularly strategic points mm. um that were um that were both they they um the Principles of warfare draw off the idea of something that's um, feasible <coughs> and strategic, and that is a decisive point. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, you could move to a tiny little town with three people in it in the middle of Wyoming or South Dakota, and it's um, very feasible. You could take the city for Christ in mm-hmm. three weeks uh, or less, but it's not strategic in the sense it wouldn't have a huge impact. But the thought was small college towns are places where it's small enough to be feasible, and but because of the the international sort of influx of people yeah. coming, it's strategic um, and therefore a, a decisive point. And here, and there were two here, but I think that's a, it lines up with that idea is make, making a, there's a bigger bang for your work mm. as a, as a Christian um, mm. in, in whatever field you're in. Um, but you can make an impact um, where students frequently are in this massive transition point in their life and they're about to form families, raise kids, um, start jobs and careers and so on. And, and that's a, a place where many people come to the Lord. What about Tennessee? It's blowing up. It's like 136 people moving there a day. Oh, you're laughing. You must already know it. We just actually went to an agent conference in Tennessee just mm-hmm. a couple, two weeks ago now. And it was amazing how quickly Nashville is growing. That yeah. whole area yeah. is, yeah, it's it's beautiful. We've got friends in uh, Huntsville, Alabama, too, that have hmm. a church. Alabama, yeah. church and that's, I think it's a college town in Huntsville, yep. nor- northern Alabama. And uh, there's a CRC church there that's blowing up and mm-hmm. a school going and stuff like that. So I, I think that's another place. Uh, yeah, um, I know that some people out there in Birmingham. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. They're, they're doing the same thing right. out yeah. there. Yeah. Anyway, any, I'm just wondering what you, you guys more, are seeing. You got any more questions? Oh, you can, they, didn't, they, right? they gave me I like wanna, one I'll, place. I want to ask about um, cancel culture and, hmm. and like all the wokeness going on. Oh. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know how it affects real estate 
uh, agents and companies and so on. And I don't, I don't know what that looks like. I think I heard about some real estate agent not too long ago that got in trouble with his company because he said something on social media about homosexuality. He's a Montana. He's a pastor. Yeah, said mm. homosexuality yeah, real estate agent. or something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, got in trouble with his company. It's and not with his company. It's w- with the, the uh, National Real Estate um, association. Okay. Mm. Anyways, I'm just, I'm just curious how, what you guys are seeing in that, in that whole world. Like how is that whole, you know, there's like, it seems like a lot of industries lines are being drawn and like, mm. you know, and, and it's like, you know, Levi's is going to like fund people's abortions now. Wow. And, and like, you know, you know, there's sort of these woke companies and then there's, you know, red balloon, our friends at red balloon and yeah. like, and then other assorted companies who are saying like, look, we just want to do good work, excellent mm. work. You know, um, maybe we're Christians, maybe we're just conservatives who mm. believe that people should be free to do what they want. Yep. Um, it, what are you guys seeing in your world? And, and is it, I mean, have there been any dicey situations for you? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. I mean, when I, uh, when I got into real estate, I met, I sat down with pastor Wilson and kind of asked him about it. You know, I was like, what, um, you know, I'm going to come, come across people with different right. beliefs than me. And can I help them buy a house? Can I help, you know what? And, and, um, essentially what he said was, uh, and hopefully he doesn't mind a paraphrase. Hopefully I get it right. Um, but, uh, I can serve someone and, uh, I don't have the responsibility or the, or the ownership over what they do with what I help them purchase. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if, uh, if I was selling shoes and, and they, uh, bought my shoes and then went and ran down the street and robbed the store, robbed or something. a store, yeah. uh-huh. you know, I'm not, not responsible for that. But then there's the, the question of glorification, right? right? There's the, the cake baker and the, and the photographer. And, right. and a lot of what we do in real estate is, is glorifying our clients and telling their stories and that sort of thing. And, uh, so the advice that he gave, to me is, well, you shouldn't be glorifying it. Um, well, sin, sin, glorifying sin. Right. Yeah. You shouldn't glorify sin. Uh, but that doesn't have to hold you back from serving them. So one of the things that, uh, one of the things that we, uh, you know, a goal that we have in, in kind of our name and our mission is to, uh, is to have a positive impact on the people that we serve. So if we can share the gospel with them through a real estate transaction, we're excited to do that. So uh, Natalie and I were talking about this, you know, 25 to 30% of our clientele is Christians. Uh, the other 70, 80% is non-Christians, yeah. community members. And, and a neat thing about uh, being in real estate is we have an excuse or an opportunity to be in the lives of so many people that we mm. would never right. otherwise have an excuse to, yeah. to be involved with. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been really neat. I mean, to, to touch on your point about, um, crackdowns or the the pastor who I think NAR cracked down on. We haven't gotten much of that. I should probably follow it more than I do. Um, But uh, we've been given a a fair level of autonomy and maybe it's that we're flying (coughs) under the radar in a, in a small market. Um, But we haven't seen too much. Uh, No, just, just, I I was just curious. uh, Last question here. Um, uh, There are, you you mentioned the very beginning of the show, there's over a hundred agents here in town. Um, That's just probably ripe for like, um, cat fighting, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, drama, <laughs> turf, um, turf wars, turf wars, turf wars, all that stuff. Elbow throwing. Yeah. How do you guys kind of sort through that? Yeah. Um, uh, you're, you're spot on. I mean, the, the real estate industry, I think it, it, uh, it almost cultify 
cultivates that type of backbiting and gossip. Sure. And I think uh. a reason for that is one minute we're competing, you know, you yep. and I are competing for a listing and then you win it. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I bring you a buyer the next day. Now we're collaborating in a way. So there's uh-huh. this back and forth, back and forth. And in a small town with a hundred agents, you know, everybody, and, uh, it can be a disaster. Well, in, in, uh, starting our own company, I just have a no gossip policy, you yeah. know, so I, I hear, hold a very high standard for our agents. We don't talk bad about anyone. Uh-huh. Uh, I just have zero standard for it. So, uh, or zero uh, tolerance, zero tolerance for it. Um, zero standards, zero, standards. zero standards at all. Zero standards. Story real estate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I think that's yeah, that's really good. And I think it's something too. That, I mean, as um, I mean, not only are there a hundred agents, but there's a number of other brothers and sisters yeah. who are agents yeah. in town, and then, and and then at other churches, and then even at our own church. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, it's, and I think this is one of the glorious things that God's given us in this community. Is that, I mean, there's multiple, like tons of business growing yeah. in this community, and of course, you have a lot of business, and you're going to have people that make mistakes, sin, um, whatever, bump into each other. Um, And the question, and I think it's a glorious opportunity to grow up, to grow up in Mm. Christ, to, Mm. you know, to to be, have thick skin, love one another, assume the best about one another, recognize that sometimes we're going to see things differently. And you still got to come to the Lord's table on Sunday and be in fellowship. And if you're Mm. not, you better go make that right. That's right. Right now. Um, And I think, you know, that's, that's going to make, um, you know, it's going to make or break a community, yeah. you know, and I think mm. right now it's really uh, a huge blessing and, and I appreciate how you guys are helping with that. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. And it's, but I, th- but I think that's, we, we, we got to figure that out. I mean, we got to right. figure out how to be Christians, how to yeah. forgive, how to deal with problems. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because as God blesses a community, yeah. there's going to be business growth. Right. That's and right. when there's right. business growth, there's going to be business competition. And, and business right? sins. And, and business sins. It's the work. Yeah. Okay. Here's how I want to end. I want to end with you guys. There's people who are listening who are on the fence, contemplating the move one way or another. They're on the other side of the country. I want you guys to pitch them to Moscow. And like, just, a, like it says on the cup, right? Move, move, to, move Moscow. to Moscow. You guys are doing it right here on the cup. Yeah. The yeah. shirts, everything is there. Finish. I want you to pitch them and close the deal for them. Why did you do that, baby? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only question. Yeah. That you pushed on. Yeah. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> well, I think exactly what Pastor Sumter said about the long-term vision. It's it's where do you want to plant your family to grow for generations? Um, we've mm. found that the culture of hospitality, the culture of entrepreneurship, the culture of mentoring each other in business and in life and in marriage, we just benefited greatly from that, especially not coming from a foundation of having a lot of solid teaching on Christian family and the way to raise up your children. And so all of those things, um, in addition to Idaho being a great state, in addition to Moscow being the number one place to raise a family voted. Uh, don't you know. don't say that. No, no, stat. don't don't say that stat. <laughs> I don't want people to know that stat. They're coming, they're coming right to story. Yeah. He just said the picture. <laughs> no, she's you're doing just fine. Yeah, you're, 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 fine. Yeah. I will warn you. There's a little bit of the Idaho's closed mentality with the locals who come from California or Texas. But I think yeah, if you have something to contribute and you want to learn from others. I think there's no other better place to be than Moscow. Um, it's not easy. It's a, It feels very different for a lot of people that move here. There's an adjustment period, but I think if you're ready to jump in and 
you're ready to give of yourself to, um, you can be a part of really helping this community flourish. And um, we just, we've been very thankful and blessed that the Lord chose to plant us here. So, mm. so mm. come join us. Mm. Storyrealestate.com. Storyrealestate.com. That's where you need yeah. to go. Yeah. Right here in Moscow. I see what I did there. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until Sunday, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics. Hey, thank you guys for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you. you guys. Thanks where Dave and I plan this year's company holidays. Let's go through the list. Easter, too religious. St. Patrick's Day? Too white. Mother's Day? Way too cisgendered. All of your usual holidays have been canceled this year. But we still have Karl Marx's birthday. Ha <laughs> Need a real reason to party? Find a new job at redballoon.work.